Expecto Podronecast. Welcome to Mischief Managed Podcast, your recommended dose of Harry Potter nonsense straight into your ear hole. Sorry, George. For the discerning witch or wizard. And muggles. And squibs. No discriminations here. Well, no trolls. But trolls. On today's episode, our topic is... Harry Potter podcasting. And of course, our reoccurring segments brought to you by us nerds... Katie. Laura. Kate. And most importantly, me, Craig, seeing as I'm the only wizard among these witches. Well, now on with the show. And welcome back to Mischief Managed Podcast. Today is a very special episode. The most special. The most, because there's the fewest people. Yeah, ever. A new <laughs> low has been reached. <laughs> a new low of people, which is actually like a pretty normal Podcast amount of people amount? for yeah. <laughs> podcasts. Yeah. yeah, we tend to have more than is necessary or sensible. Yeah, especially for talking over each other and yeah. wanting to get your joke in and I wouldn't no, know anything about that. I wouldn't know anything about that. That's funny. <laughs> well, it is a rainy day in Toronto Tis. for Pride. Yeah. It's not that bad though, but it's it's a little bit gloomy, but I know that won't deter anybody. I'm sure Church Street is popping. Popping. Yes, today is actually the uh, well, this weekend is the Pride Parade. Yeah. We've talked about Pride Month uh, in the last episode, but it is it is finally coming to a conclusion uh, soon, but it is a weekend of celebration, and mm-hmm. we're going to go and do that afterward. <laughs> and that's yeah. a contributing factor, but not really, into why there's only two of us. <laughs> there's also Kate is away, and Laura is moving, and yes. is thus way too busy. Yeah, um, but that's Okay. Totally. We don't hold it against them much. Not much. No, just like slight resentments yeah. that they'll never know about because they yeah. probably won't listen to the episode. Exactly. We could say anything about them oh and they'll God. never hear it. Especially the unedited one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. You know? Uh, just kidding. We love them though. Whoa. One of my fingernails just like popped off. Are you dying? No, it's not my actual fingernails. Just my just the plastic that's glued to my fingernail. Gross. Yeah, girls are gross. Does that help you dig yes it helps me dig (laughs) for shrubs it kind of does though i don't understand (laughs) how guys get by without having much nail like how do you pick things or how do you open packages i have had that problem because i'm trying to quit myself of biting my nails so i try to keep them trimmed and then i'm like i can't pick up this goddamn quarter off the counter especially if it's slippy yeah you have to find an edge and drop it into your palm exactly Nails are there for a reason. My fingers aren't dainty either, so. (laughs) Just these, like, sausage fingers. (laughs) To to (laughs) order a special dialing wand, (laughs) please smash the keypad now. That's what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a practical reason, but mostly they're for decoration, I guess. Anyway. Gross. I don't know. What else can we talk? Well, we watched Deadpool finally. Yes, Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. I laughed. I so need to watch Deadpool much. 1 again to see if what I'm thinking is correct that I like 2 better. I might like 2 better. Yeah. And that really like, like never one, happens with sequels. Mm-hmm. Especially when the first one is really good. Yeah. So yeah. And I'm there were like, mixed reviews about Deadpool that I saw, but I think that's just because some people just don't like Deadpool, which yeah. is fair enough. It's like a it's a pretty like niche. It is. You know? But it's it's the type of people going in expecting not Deadpool stuff, like the whole like, not to spoil anything, but there's a death scene that goes on <gasps> fairly long. There's a death scene in Deadpool? <laughs> but people think like it's kind of too corny to be a joke, maybe a little right. bit. 
but that's all Deadpool is. It just hits a sweet spot yeah. of like being like so self-referential. Yes, that it's there is no fourth wall. In you that know, movie. yeah, and it's just uh, yeah, there really, really isn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. I loved it. I still need yep. to see Ocean's Eight. I have not. Yep. But I have seen uh, Patrick Melrose. I'm going to recommend do a quick shout out to that. It's a really, really good mini series. It's only like five episodes. It's on Crave, but I think it's also a BBC entity. Um, but anyway, like Hugo Weaving is in it. Benedict Cumberbatch is in it. Like it's so good, and it's like it's really. It deals with a lot of, like, intense feelings hmm. and, um, like, a lot of, uh, like, substance abuse issues and, like, addiction issues. And it's just, like, just so beautifully shot. And do yourself a favor and watch that. It's delightful. It's hmm. really, really good. And I sometimes don't go for things that I'm, like, you're going to be too sad because I'm, like, yeah. you're going to be too sad. But, like, Katie... Our friend Katie, not me talking. We have so many friends named Katie. One of my many friends named Katie um, said, like, it's, like, too good to not watch. And I was like, well, all right. What and was it called? Patrick Melrose. I think huh. it's based on a book series. Okay. Um, but it's very, very good. Hmm. That's a two-week-old pop culture report. Well, my plug. Uh, shouldn't really talk about my plug. But Ew. what I'm going to plug. <laughs> Come on! Why am I the only one who has to deal with this? Well, I guess... At the moment. At the moment. It's coming Um, for you. But I've been obsessed with a YouTube uh, series from PBS Digital Studios called Eons. Hmm. Uh, I've heard of it. I've almost gone through, like, everything uh, they've done, but uh, Hank Green is a producer. I love Hank Green. Yeah. So, it's three uh, scientists... I don't know. Is he a scientist? He must be, because... He speaks he's not, like he not. is. I think he did science, but yeah. now he just... Well, he sort of does science communicating now. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what this is. It's anything and everything you'd want to know about like paleontology and like uh, how different eons, because that's what its name is, uh, affected the earth and what was happening. And I don't know how long they've been around, but they've got a fairly good backlog of videos so i've just Whoa. been like hammering through those at work and they're great that's amazing how long are the videos um maybe like 20 minutes Perfect. if that so it's like just like an episode of tv yeah and they've got little animations and paintings and, and there's a r- lot of really good shows on the pbs digital studio stuff yeah space time is another great one and oh. yeah cool that's what i fill my life with at work <laughs> science <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's worse things you could do. Get paid to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, our Slytherin prefect Jasmine just saw The Cursed Child in London, and she was skeptical. I think she... She shared a lot of the same views we did about Cursed Child. Yeah, but she had a fucking blast, and she just sent us a wee little review. No spoilers, of course. Uh, she says, now, I know everyone says this show is amazing, but this is because the show is amazing. There's a reason why it wins all the awards. If you ever have a chance to see it, do. She says, I don't want to spoil anything, but I can tell you that it was lit. I was literally smiling with a gaping mouth at points, just in total awe, like a fucking cartoon character. <laughs> the special effects are so good. It's literally magic. You get so immersed in it all and you forget where you are. 
she said she got goosebumps. She said she got like teared up and there was like a woman sobbing in front of her. <laughs> and uh, I just thought that was like really lovely to hear because like obviously we did have some issues yeah. with the play. Um, and I feel like I would always have those issues. But like it's awesome that they like put on a great show because like, you know, it doesn't have to be about that. There yeah. are other reasons to see well, a performance especially rather than a stage like performance. weird plot holes that you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like going to see Deadpool and expecting, I don't know, Celine Dion to be in it. I Oops. Mean. <laughs> 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 Bad <laughs> reference. <laughs> excellent uh, song, though. Excellent song. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, we also got an email from uh, Catherine, who is currently backpacking around uh, South America. So have fun so with that. So jealous. It, totally. But she told us that she taught grade two in China for three years. And she like sorted all the kids into Harry Potter houses and like had a point system. And she like <laughs> named all these like different parts of her classroom after like um, Harry Potter things. Like where you turn your homework in was called the Owlry. Oh, that's and amazing. I'm just, and she was like, yeah, and the kids haven't read them. Oh. <laughs> but i just did all this harry potter stuff and they like liked it they had a really good time because like she you know awarded prizes and stuff for points um but i thought that was like so cool that's awesome teachers are awesome yeah and especially if you're passionate about something it's gonna get something out of the kids yeah and like haven't read it maybe 10 years later they'll be reading these books and be like wait a second (laughs) my old teacher was freaking amazing yeah i just thought that she made up a lot of like weird western shit (laughs) (laughs) and i never knew what it was but yeah thanks for reaching out that was really lovely to hear yes anything harry potter ishness really think of anything oh well so i was on twitter and um i was looking at they like Pottermore or WB or whatever. Yeah. You know how they're all sort of connected. They did like a tweet where it had like a small video about Grindelwald and Johnny Depp is Grindelwald. Oh. And I was sort of like scrolling through comments because like I know we have our own feelings about Johnny Depp, which are I would say mixed if not yeah. unmixed in the bad way. Well, I don't know. I feel I feel a little conflicted about it because he is in a lot of my favorite movies. Yeah. And I do think he's a good actor. But it's just, I don't know. There's a, there's all that other stuff. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so I was sort of like looking at other people. And there was like this slew of people who were like, we love Johnny Depp. Yeah. We love him. We love him. We love him. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess they're all right. And yeah. it's just one of those like brief glimpses where you're like, oh, I look outside the echo chamber. And I see <laughs> that, no, people don't all agree with me. <laughs> well, I think if there was enough of an outroar numbers wise they would have considered changing their minds that's true but like they they it's a money yeah, play when it comes down to there's at least right? enough people out there that don't know any of the scandal don't care about the scandal or they can separate it from an actor and a person an actor who's going to play a character they don't maybe see Johnny Depp when they see any of his characters which i think mm-hmm. i kind of do it's just it's, too hard to get away from yeah I think it really, for me, depends on the context. Like, there are some people where I'm like, I don't have to like you to enjoy your stuff. Yeah. And then there are some things where I'm like, yeah, I can't really look past that, though. Sort of depends on the severity of it, I suppose. But, Yeah, it kind of sucks to have to do that in your own mind, like, have a severity chart of things. I know, of like, what can I forgive and still enjoy their artwork? And it sounds really bad. 
But uh, I think it's know. natural. It's it's hard because you see these embodiments and like art is so important to how you feel and like expressing yourself and and expressing how you feel through art through other people's art as well. But you know, it's just it's like a bummer because people are people and people are shitty and that mm. goes across every profession and whatever but like if you also include uh, a horde of fans and also like nearly unlimited money that yeah. sort of stuff isn't good for people no. um so you know it's one of those things where like i feel with performance arts i kind of get why it seems to be like more of more ratio of shitty people that then, are still allowed to do it. Yeah. Then yeah. like, it's sort of like sports where they're just like, yeah. doesn't matter. A certain amount of celebrity equals yeah. that you have enough of a fan base that's going to stick with you. Mm-hmm. Just like us, right? Right. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just waiting for money. the mischief managed scandal. <laughs> the scandal what would is- that be? More so, who the hell would be reporting on this? Um, Nobody. Yeah. No, we would. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> the would. surviving members of <laughs> Mischief Managed Podcast would report on whatever the hell just went down. <laughs> uh, they'll never hear this. No. <laughs> Should we move on? Yeah. So our meet your messers question kind of relates to the topic as well, uh, but we'll start with what would you be doing? Harry Potter related if you weren't doing a podcast. Hmm. So, yeah. You so, need I, you I need, need an that outlet, outlet for my nerdiness. Yeah, would you be writing fan fiction? <laughs> no. I would not. Uh just because also I have no talent at fiction writing. Hmm. Uh, I learned that early in my uh career as a student. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, I'm not uh, not really good at making up stories. So hmm. that's why I just talk about them instead. Yes. I leave that to the authors of the world. Katie is a terrible liar. I kind of am. <laughs> like, I'm good if I can prepare myself for it. Like, if yeah. it's like a lie that I know I'm going to have to tell. Like, <laughs> let's say I wanted to, I don't know, get out of something. And I was like, I'm going to say I have a headache. Then I'm like, cool. Like, I try to, like, get in the mindset of, like, what would I be like? You start squinting a little like, bit yeah, more. Yeah, you, like, like, sort of, like, hunch over and, and you're like, Rub oh. your temples. Ow. And- yeah, it's probably super obvious and horrible. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like the, like, white people on the before infomercials where they're, like, it's all black and white. Right. And it's showing their horrible lives with yep. not enough Tupperware or too much <laughs> Tupperware. Um, it's kind of like that other. sort of acting is what mm. I do. Um, but yeah, if someone springs a question on me, it's usually just the truth or I just <laughs> the stumble. The truth yelled really loudly just, as ah, well. <laughs> what's your phone number? Well, it's this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't keep track of it. But we're talking about something completely different. I think I would probably be doing more artsy stuff. Um, like I've made a few fan art things just for my own. Um, I was also making candles for a while, like sculpting candles, which was fun. Not a very big profit margin. (laughs) So that's why I'm not doing that anymore. But it was like, it was a lot of fun. And I think that I would maybe be doing that for fun rather than Mm. for job. But I think I would really miss podcasting. Um, it's so nice to just talk about Harry Potter. Yeah. Maybe I'd be like more active, like on a message board. Like I was before the books came out, like in when I was in high school and stuff, I would like go on message boards and stuff. 
but I fell out of that. But yeah. maybe I'd do that again. Hmm. I don't know. Podcasting's dope, though. <laughs> you is. don't really need to know what you're doing. Well, and it's it's kind <laughs> of nice barriers to... to entry for a lot of other mediums. Yeah, it's nice to be like. I need this outlet of talking about Harry Potter. Oh, we have this podcast about Harry Potter. So you get to go chat about it for like two hours every other week and Mm -hmm. just like get it out. And it's almost um, not as weird as just like if you were scheduling like, oh, yeah, I'm going to my friend's house to talk about Harry Potter. Yeah, that would be super (laughs) odd. It would be super odd. Like we've done that before where we like go to the Lockhart or something and then we get in like a Harry Potter discussion. But like... Not, I have a scheduled date with yeah. my friends every two weeks. And Discuss we are... <laughs> about the literature and stuff. Just pushing up our glasses constantly. Yeah. We don't have glasses. Like a lot of uh, people who kind of half know I have a podcast at work <laughs> and stuff like that. Yes, I, just I would like... say that's usually the level of yeah. fame that we kind yeah. of have right now. People but... half know that we do stuff. Because we told them. Yeah. And <laughs> Otherwise... Uh, like, they'll say, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I got to record podcast or something. And they're like, oh, what's this one going to be about? So I'll, if we have an idea for the topic and they're like, oh, no, like still Harry Potter. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. a Harry Potter podcast. It's kinda Every gonna episode's going to kind of be about Harry Potter. Yeah. So. Even this one, sort of. <laughs> In a way. Yeah. I mean, it's us fan, fangirl and boying about, yes. about that. So what would you be doing? Uh, probably the same more art. I did enjoy like painting my chucks to Uh, say Hufflepuff and I still want to paint the badger on the other side. Did we ever put those on Instagram or something? Maybe. I kind of want to wait if we haven't until they're done. Right. (laughs) Fair enough. But like, yeah, just like painting up old chucks or, uh, maybe digital painting or something, which would be nice. I would like to get back into that. Mm -hmm. Um, but a friend in high school really wanted to join like a Harry Potter, um, not quite a message board, but it's like a role play. But oh, yeah. Text based. Yeah, like, I did that. Okay, you did that as well. I loved it. It was so stupid. My friend stupid. said he never try- actually tried it, but he like went and applied to a bunch of them where uh, you like yeah, got you assigned like... jobs and ah, had to go to classes or something. That's like, so good. It's... It might have been. Mean... <laughs> Back in the day, I, I would have been did. more interested. Yeah. Uh, because, well, like, just really into video games and role-playing games especially. And then uh, role-playing outside of a video game could be interesting as well. Kind of like D&D, but just oh, a lot man. of typing. D&D, but a lot of typing. That would be awesome. I still think that we should do Harry Potter D&D at some point. Yes. It would be amazing. Whatever that entails. I don't know, but... <laughs> We'll go on an adventure. Pretty sure that's what D&D is. There are dungeons and there are dragons. So it kind of fucking works. Right? Right off the bat. Those two checkboxes are done. I mean, I don't know. Like, if I wasn't doing a Harry Potter podcast, I might be doing another, like, a different podcast. Like, that might just be... Because, like, when I think about it, like... I do art for fun, but like rarely. Like mm-hmm. I'm not somebody who, who needs to do it. It's like very seldom for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I, I do a little bit of art in my job, but it's not really the same. 
but I just really like podcasting. And I also just really like podcasts. Like, I listen to podcasts all the time. Mm -hmm. Maybe it would be about The Simpsons. Maybe it would be about Doctor Who or uh, Lord of the Rings or whatever. Maybe that's our second podcast. I don't know. Uh, It would be a lot of fun. Third and fourth. Third and fourth. We'll start our own podcast production company. Mm -hmm. And then they'll have to have ads for our podcast in any subsequent podcast we hire. Oh, my goodness. Or we is could rent how, out a studio. Is this how empires get built? Maybe. We'll leave the other two out of the <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Without them, it can be 60-40. Hey. 65-65. <laughs> 65. That I can get into. <laughs> Podcasting is just fun. And if anybody is listening out there that is like, I wish I could do a podcast, you know what? You can. It's yeah. super easy. You know, you just have to like either like you gotta get spend used some to time. come in or um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say it's super easy, but it like it's super it easy to start. Could be easier. The barrier to start. It could yeah. be easier. But like the barrier to start a podcast, like it's pretty low. You basically just need to learn quickly how to set up a mic and recording device or Which have a friend easy, who can do well. it. And then you talk about yeah. stuff that you care about. And yeah. that's kind of cool. It's like it's a really neat platform. I was just thinking like isn't it so fucking funny that like we're back to listening to radio shows? Yeah. Like when I was a kid, talk radio was the most inconceivably boring thing. <laughs> I was like how does anyone fucking enjoy it? But it usually was the CBC. So I yeah. mean, well, you and know. as a kid, it's not yeah. interesting it's to you. It's not interesting. Anyway. Yeah. But it's all I do now. It's like all I do is listen to podcasts. Well, and it's kind of, it plays into the antisocial kind of lifestyle where... Yeah, everyone's got their headphones You want to be alone. Mm -hmm. Well, even at home, but you still crave the kind of human connection of hearing someone talk to you, Mm -hmm. whether you can answer back or not, just like... Maybe that's like the most comforting thing about it is like you can like... Be social without having any demands on you. Yeah, the participation level is... Is nothing. Ne- you just like, have to... Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I wish but all then, conversations were like that. Yeah. I could just listen and Can nobody even knows I'm one? there. <laughs> That's why I have microphones in every room I visit. Oh, just dear. hide one. So I hear everything. made some terrible mistakes then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will never forgive you. <laughs> Woof, woof. Ludo might. So our topic today is all about podcasting, Harry Potter podcasting, sort of like why we do it. Maybe, uh, I don't know, a little bit of how we do it, um, if that would be interesting to anybody. We just wanted to talk about ourselves (laughs) as the most narcissistic (laughs) and uh, selfish members of this Mischief Managed podcast. See, when Laura and Kate aren't here, our inner demons take yeah, over and we're we get just to like, be terrible. let's just look at ourselves in the mirror. But yes, it's it's very interesting because like I've never done anything like this before we started. Yeah. Well, that's a good place to start. Like as a reminder, why did this start? Um, right. We have talked about it before. But... We have, uh, yeah, briefly visited it. Um, I guess common interest, longtime friendship and spite. <laughs> are the three <laughs> were the three ingredients into how we created Mr. Manish podcast. Um We should get that written down somewhere. <laughs> that's really good. That's like the like footstool of our friendship. 
yeah. or stool, bar stool. What's it with three legs? I don't know. Tripod. Tripod. That's the one. <laughs> this is what you come here for. Yeah. Yeah. So I was listening to a podcast a few years ago. As were we all, but at the time, um, I was looking for a Harry Potter podcast. And there has been, I've said this before, there has been like an explosion in podcasts, like Harry Potter podcasts, since we started, or or since this particularly occurred. So at the time I was looking, there really wasn't that much. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the Potter podcast had been off air. I I think it's back now. Um, But it was off air for a few years or something. And And Hogwarts Radio was taking a hiatus. Hogwarts Radio was on a hiatus. Like there was a lot of things that just weren't there. And I was sort of like, oh, that kind of sucks. And I listened to a few of them. I also am not a huge fan of like the reread podcast just Mm -hmm. because like I find it now that I know the story well, I kind of find it like restricting and like to just talk about one chapter at a time yeah how often do they like reference things that happen in the future or well a lot of books like a lot of the reread podcasts are um like spoiler free well yeah because there's usually like a person who's seen it a lot and a person who this is new to or at least relatively new to not always but usually that's kind of the the journey of the the reread is like someone who's very familiar okay. and someone who's not familiar at all. Well, yeah, so, that is restricting then because you can't like no really other than the person that doesn't know it. Yeah, uh, predicting things. The other person has to keep their mouth shut. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it is that nice experience, and we talked about this also before of like having a friend read Harry Potter for the first time, and you're yeah. like, ah, you sort of get to experience it for the first time along with them. So, like, that's really cool. That's um, why getting Devin and Tom to like predict things uh, was so fun. It was so fun because you yeah. get to go <laughs> <Devin's> back. Predictions <laughs> so funny. But, um, like, yeah. go back and try to be in the mindset you were when you read that for yeah, the first like time. Yeah, like, what what did I think was going to happen yeah. before I knew? Um, that part is very fun. But at the time, I wasn't looking for a reread podcast. Yeah. And then I was listening to a podcast, and um, I even forget which one, I think. They sort of all blur together. And <laughs> someone didn't know that there were 17 sickles in a galleon. And I was like, I can't deal with this nonsense. So I was texting my friend Emily, who she like introduced me to Harry Potter and we see all the movies together uh, for the first time. And uh, she was like, well, why don't you start one? Or like something cheeky, maybe it was see like- See if well, you could do better. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, well, if you don't like it so much, then do something. And I was like, maybe I will, chief. Maybe <laughs> I will. And so then I started to uh, come up to my Harry Potter friends at parties and say, hey, um, would you, do you want to like be in a podcast with me? <laughs> <laughs> and, and of then, course we all said no. Right and they the were like, fuck you. <laughs> who are, uh, I don't who are e- you? <laughs> who even are you? Uh, I just have a lot of feelings. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, we, we sort of like low key talked about it for um, maybe a month or two. Yeah. Um, and then we started high key talking about it for like another few months. And for the longest time, I was like in this place of insecurity. I'm like, yeah, but they probably like won't won't actually do it. Like we'll start <laughs> and it'll be fun for a wee bit. But like we all have busy lives. So yeah. I wasn't even expecting it to last this long, like I had no idea. I thought it would be like we a had, month or two. We had like, <laughs> if we could get to a year, that'd be amazing. Yeah. We're that like, was our goal. A year. And and we did. Spoiler yeah. alert. That was really, really cool. And I think that was the part that was like 
the most exciting is like, oh my God, these people are actually on board and they actually want to do it. I'm like, yay. Um, yeah. And then we started planning it out with our, with our Erin, who we, we credit at the end of every episode because she did, she thought up a lot of the stuff that we do and we, um, love her very much. A co-producer, if you will. Mm -hmm. What was your like experience starting a podcast? Because like, I don't. No, at the time, if you listen to podcasts or like knew I much didn't, about it. I didn't and I don't really. It's a little bit too much of talk radio. Oh, yeah. Fair because enough. Because I... And sometimes they... It's they, very yeah. much Well, because in my mind at that point, mm-hmm. all I could think of was NPR. Right. Which, like, if I were to listen to that, it would just put me to sleep, I think. It does, yeah. yeah. I mean, I... It's one of those things where I listen to it. And a lot of our friends like it. I know it's like wildly popular. Um, yeah. So we probably just have a, a weird view of it. But like I find the sort of stories that they tell and the way they tell it, it does really remind me of CBC Radio. Yeah. And it does put me to sleep. I, like it makes it difficult because like they actually talk about very interesting things, but in such yeah. a way that I find boring. And it's not their fault. It's, like it's just listening like to the Professor way Bins. I was raised. Yeah, like I droning on. And I'm like, I'm going to. And there's plenty of Hermione's out there. But we are Ron and Harry. <laughs> we are Ron. We are Harry. We are fighting with fake wands in the yeah. back of the classroom. Playing hangman. Yeah. A lot of them are like that in my mind. The, I've listened to tons and they're great for driving and stuff. I just don't yeah, drive enough anymore. Yeah. But you could easily say that a lot of YouTube videos are basically just video podcasts because mm. they don't add a lot of visuals. You might just be staring at it, someone's Someone face talking. for yeah. 20 minutes or something, and that's a little weird. But I find that way easier than mm. listening to a podcast at work or something. Right. I just need a visual to go along with the audio. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. It's a little hard for me to listen to podcasts, but I always have ideas for podcasts Mm. and i've always kind of like thought i'd want to do like a radio show when i was a kid and stuff like that right so this is like this is basically if a dj just didn't play any music (laughs) and just talked (laughs) everyone likes the part where the djs talk right this is 100 (laughs) percent of that yeah so that i was like on board and it's about harry potter so it's something i feel like I can talk about for a long while and not kind of get lost. Yeah. Like if it was Lord of the Rings, I know I would have to do some serious boning up. Yeah. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) And bone we shall. Uh, But I think the depth of knowledge there is a little deeper than... A whole other thing. Absolutely. It (laughs) totally is. Like the world building for Lord of the Rings is like structural, like encyclopedias about it. Like there's like it's intense. Yeah. Um, And like it has separate languages and stuff like that. And it's it's a biggie. And like we love Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. But that being said, I never made it through the Silmarillion. I don't know any of the other sort of like little works and that kind of stuff. Um, But yeah, like I feel like we would definitely need, if we were to do one, we'd need someone else to be the expert. Like we couldn't fill that role as we are. Or we'd have to like do a serious research to to do that. Crap, what's his name? I want to say Steve Carell because he reminds me of him. Oh, Stephen Colbert. Yes. Yeah. No, he's a sort of Lord of the Rings genius that would... Like, I just want him to have a Lord of the Rings show. It'd be great. Like, I'd rather him do that. I love it when people come on the show and challenge him. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Like, James Franco or something did one. He was, like, reading the Silmarillion and stuff like that. 
But yeah, so maybe not Lord of the Rings <laughs> yeah. would be our our poison. I bet we could talk pretty well about early Simpsons. But even then for like Simpsons podcasts, like I listen to like Talking Simpsons or or whatever, they do like a lot of other research. Like they watch mm-hmm. the shows with the commentary on and they like go back into, you know, when this came out yeah. and, and all this information whatever. about who wrote it. The references going on. Who directed on it. And- yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Who was a showrunner. It's very intense. I don't know. Like, I feel like we could also just generally talk about geekdom, like they do it, like Geektropolis or something like that. But Harry Potter is always something that I feel like we've all, of course, we've all. Yes. And like, I'm pretty sure most of the listeners have gotten into like, you're at like a party or like you're hanging out with friends. And then all of a sudden you start talking about Harry Potter and it's like, yeah, that's what I'm doing for the rest of the night. (laughs) Like, this is where I am. All right, so we covered what you'd be doing if you weren't doing a Harry Potter podcast right. and why you started it, mm-hmm. but why do you keep doing it? Um, I think I just like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes we do this and, you know, we always record on the weekends and sometimes we're, we're busy or it's like on a Friday and we've just had work and so we're a little tired or it's hectic getting everything together. So like some of the little stuff is like really hard to deal with, especially because like, as we said, we are self-taught at this yeah. and we're independent. We're just doing this by ourselves. Um, so we own some equipment that we've been able to uh, purchase through our Patreon uh, support which is amazing. Uh, But we rent a lot of it as well because we don't have a full set yet. So just taking care of that can be stressful. Sometimes we have recording malfunctions because we're often using different equipment. Every Uh, other week. (laughs) Every other week. So uh, yeah, that that part is difficult. Also, the the editing part, just the time it takes to do that is sometimes difficult because I do that after work and I'm usually tired and the last thing I want to do is sort of look look at another screen but then you know you start and you hear your friends voices and you're like this ain't so bad yeah like I see you guys more than any of our friends yeah and you know a lot of that is that we live close to each other now but like you know if it wasn't for the podcast we definitely wouldn't see each other as much as we do no we'd see each other more like for events or like for like one-on-one hangs but it's kind of cool to have a scheduled meeting with your friends friends. where you talk about harry potter (laughs) yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't uh matter really what we were talking about but a scheduled meetup is nice and Mm -hmm. the fact that it's something that we all like and can talk about just makes it even better Mm -hmm. and like also just hearing from listeners is amazing like well i sort of feel like these people are kind of like friends of friends like it's like you already are like oh yeah i you know we're we're cool um (laughs) i don't know we weren't cool but now we're cool cool, but now we're cool well before we were strangers but now they reached out and introduced themselves so i'm like okay i know who you are and like obviously they hear us prattle on so they know who we are but it's it's kind of cool and it's just really neat to hear from other people who like the same thing as you Mm -hmm. you know and like that's always what i love about fan expo that's what i love about going to the lockhart is like to be around people who are as into it as me yeah (laughs) into varying degrees or whatever or more into it than me but like it's just fun it's just fun being around people who like the same things that you like yeah like a face and then possibly a name to a fan base 
Mm-hmm. So it's not just like this horde of yeah. <laughs> faceless people that you, oh, I know people towards. like Harry Potter, like she's a billionaire now or whatever. Right, yeah. But uh, just to have like a number of people like in your mind, like, oh, yeah, all these friends yeah. of mine uh, like the same thing I do. Mm-hmm. It sounds reassuring, cheesy, but like it is very nice to just talk to people that I normally wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, that being said, Craig does most of the correspondence. <laughs> and I have been falling off on that because of, I'm going to blame it on moving, but. Yeah. <laughs> I like read every email, but like, um, you know, social issues keep me from <laughs> responding. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. But a response is too much pressure. And then Craig does it because he's the Hufflepuff and he does all the work. I do a fair bit. You do a, a fair bit. But I mean, um, that means I get to. To flex my Craig character muscle. More. <laughs> <laughs> Craig character muscle. Do you feel like you're a Craig character, like, actually on the show? Or is it just sort of like amplification of, well, well... Yeah, like, I think it just brings the... Uh, I hate to call it party Craig, but... <laughs> <laughs> Because, because like, the nerdiest thing in the world, like Harry Potter podcast, brings out the party Craig in me. <laughs> the saddest thing in I've ever way, heard. It's like, oh, Gregory. <laughs> That's funny. No, I really but, like that. But like, you go to a party and you don't know how uh, f- much fun you're gonna have. So. In a in a party where you're gonna have a lot of fun, maybe you're gonna be more outgoing and more uh, confident and right. funny or mm-hmm. whatever. But uh, in a party where you're maybe you don't know as many people or something, it's kind of a little more. Eh, I'm gonna just hang out in the corner. Right. Uh, but this is a this party that I come to that <laughs> I know beforehand is gonna be a good party. Yeah. So. I get a little excited <laughs> for that. really nice. <laughs> and then I know I get to uh, experience it again. Right. Through editing. Yeah. And kind of like bringing a fun experience to other people. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of rewarding. <laughs> even though, again, self-taught. So there are still plenty of issues. Plenty of issues. It's like... It does get rid of that need to do something Harry Potter related. Because before doing this, uh, I was in a hole for I'd read the series. Mm. And then 20 minutes after finishing the seventh book, I will have already picked up the first book. (laughs) And read the first chapter, put it down, and then like I'm eventually going to just start it again. Right. And... As much as I love the damn series, I have other books I want to read. And True. it's very hard to like kind of break yourself away from something that is that safe to you. Yeah. And also just that good. Like yeah. I always have this moment after I finish the series again where I'm like, nothing else is as good as this. Yeah. Nothing else can just scratch that itch. And now, and now I've already done it. This but, is probably the longest possible yeah, period before I'm exactly. reading it again. <laughs> and you're just sort of pissed off about it. But... I know there are other books that could give me that. And I have a few on my list that I'm reading. And I I do really want to get to reading them. But it's just so Mm -hmm. hard to not just go back to something I know I'm going to love. Right. Whereas something with a little more mystery is... Yeah, like reading something new is also just such a different experience than rereading something. Like as much as we love rereading, it's just just different. And sometimes you want to do one, sometimes you want to do the other. Yeah. 
So that's a that's another reason why I like to scratch the itch so I can <laughs> leave the books on the shelf maybe for another year. Yeah. Uh, but I I have been craving reading through them again, so Yeah, I think I'm probably going to last the year. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's always great to come back to, but there is, you know, obviously we we are well-rounded humans and we like things that are not Harry Potter. Yeah. But we also really like Harry Potter, so always come back. And yeah. I think I would have definitely reread the books more than I have because we do this all the time. Yeah. It's sort of like it keeps it constantly fresh in my mind, whereas before, you know, you'd be without it for a while and you're like, I actually really miss Harry Potter. I'm going back yep. in. Yep, sticking um, my head back in that <laughs> <just> pond. <laughs> so that definitely helps. Um, so for people, I guess, who don't know, I don't know how much we talk about it on the actual podcast, um, but Craig and I do the editing for it. Yeah. Um, Craig does... Uh, the like second half i do the first half and um we sort of smoosh it together (laughs) yeah on thursday and send it out so i always actually listen to it the next day to make sure there weren't any problems um even though by then it's already been listened to by a lot of people but yeah it's always kind of fun because like i'll listen to my parts and i'm like yes yes i remember this but then i listen to like the parts that craig edited and you sort of sometimes forget conversations that you had like not that long ago and it sounds so freaking lame and narcissistic but like (laughs) i still enjoy listening to the podcast because like there's half of it that like isn't fresh in my mind and i'm like i enjoy this again yeah because we always we're always usually down to the wire and we don't really give enough time to listen to what we're putting out beforehand yeah which could blow up in our face who knows this is true (laughs) and before we didn't used to do that like when we started out we gave ourselves a long time to like edit it listen to it make uh, sure everyone's okay with it exactly and then and then we'd send it out yeah Uh, so it was definitely not a last minute thing uh but as we've grown more accustomed (laughs) to it and like trust each other more with yeah. stuff we're like uh it'll be fine smoosh it together yep. out she goes <laughs> and then the next day we're like yeah i guess that worked out <laughs> yeah i mean going back to your party craig point because i'm <laughs> oh, never gonna let you forget that Great. um i do feel like a more outgoing version of myself mm. on this podcast i think there was <laughs> one of the negative reviews that we got we didn't get many but this one is always like kind of made an impression of me but this person said that if these people were next to me in a cafe or something oh, yeah. i'd find them really annoying <laughs> and then i was thinking about it and i'm like i would, I would find too. me annoying and i've been beside people like that who yeah. are talking about harry potter and just going and crazy like, and i'm oh like oh my goodness okay, restrain yeah, yourselves like, you're in public yeah the thing is we're not in public yeah. so we act like we would well we are all old friends so we're just yeah. and it's my house <laughs> it's fine <laughs> yeah like it would be very nice to like if we were maybe part of a podcast network that might happen in the future if we are doing this for quite a while but obviously that depends on so many things it's not really worth thinking about yeah um like for now it's just nice to do this by ourselves because also like we're the only stakeholders so that means we can pretty much say whatever we want yeah. <laughs> you we know can as tell long as we're not hurting anybody anything we want yeah like we don't we don't have any masters dobby is a free elf right now <laughs> and uh that's pretty cool and we don't have commercials so that's also really cool yeah. um but it does mean we have to do all the all of the hard bits that are probably take a lot more knowledge than we actually have on the subject but we we muddle through yeah 
it is nice to not have anyone to yeah that we have to answer to mm-hmm. other than you good folks this we answer true. to you i mean sometimes it takes us a month <laughs> but craig will answer <laughs> just wait for hey. it uh sometimes i do but very very rarely i'm not i'm not very good at it we need another ethan yeah we need an ethan yeah intern ethan ethan is a very odd name for that is it i think so for what well you made it up you made yeah. him up yeah deep lore if you didn't know <laughs> ethan wasn't real <laughs> my reality uh, people named ethan can't be podcast interns? interns i don't know like it just it it when i heard it i was like it's a name that you rarely hear and it was just so <laughs> odd that that just like came up to you as like what you should do it was not john it was not bob well, yeah, I thought it, thought it gave a little bit of legitimacy oh, to it. We're not just going to make up Ethan. Yeah. Would you ever do this like as a job? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, or something sure. like that. I think it's fun. And, and I, I think it would be fun to talk about uh, other stuff and actually get like sort of the bandwidth to do more research, like the time and yeah. well, the point. Because like, you yeah, know, to have well, something you like... you have to and, put in the hours that you would be at another job if you want to make... This exactly. Yeah, and there's so many wonderful podcasts that have so much research to them, like um, the uh, what's it called? Oh, you must remember this. Oh, okay. Is really really good series about like old Hollywood and the research she does. Like she'll read like a number of books and she actually takes time off of the podcast and then she comes back huh. and she's like, "Let me tell you this story." And there'll be like maybe like six episodes long or eight episodes long or that kind of thing where she oh, she goes neat. through and like tells you this stuff and like the way she does it, it's obviously like written down and it's like tiny bit radio showy, but it's so interesting yeah. that I'm like, "I forgive you." Also, I just <laughs> think she's really great. Look that up if you ever want to listen to stories. Those are good stories. Even like last podcast on the left, which is like very comedy based and, and that kind of stuff. But they do so much research as well. Like they read books and books about this stuff. And yeah. then it's just like, it would be so nice to have a reason to do that kind of stuff. I feel like that would be really cool. Yeah. Getting paid to research would be all right. Not too shabby. And then like talk about it with your pals. Mm-hmm. But to do that, then we'd have to have to answer to the man, probably. I don't think anyone does this. Who's the man? Well, I don't, well if well, we had a podcast, you'd have to have some sort of uh, income ad mm-hmm. revenue for sure. Because I don't think you could like as much as Patreon has helped us and is amazing. It's awesome. It Love it covers it. our it rental covers our fee, rental. Basically. It covers our like hosting fees, right? Yeah, and um, our fees for our website and um, SoundCloud, um, and all that stuff, which is awesome. And it that was always rentals. the goal. It was to yeah, break it was just even. to break even, like and, not to lose money on it. And, and it's amazing that we do. So cool, so yeah. cool. And we would do more things for our Patreon if we yes. had the time. <laughs> I don't know what else to talk about. Is there something like? That you think that we might be moving into in the future? Like other segments or like personally, I would love to do some live shows. And I know we've talked about it for a while. And we did the Cursed Child reading live. And that was awesome. I really, really enjoyed that. But we just haven't set it up. Again, it's really hard when you have like a full life to make sure that we all even have the same day free. Like it, that's a challenge. Obviously, case in point this episode... (laughs) 
but it's a challenge sometimes like to I think to we just need to look into um I think there's a place in Toronto that they do live podcasting it's a a venue basically that is at least set up to some degree to be able to host that mm-hmm. so that would be great if we looked into that and did some live shows. I yeah. think that would be cool. Oh, it would be cool. We'll, we'll get keep, back to you on that one. We'll keep you informed. <laughs> um, I um, think we we do this because we love to, mm-hmm. and it's great that we've kept it up and can yeah. keep doing it. Honestly, like I, I'm so pleased with what we've done so far because it, it has been quite difficult for us in a lot of ways, just schedule-wise, like making sure that we actually release a podcast every two weeks. And even every two weeks isn't that bad. Like no. there are many podcasts that release more than once a week. And you're like, oh, oh my goodness. I have some ideas for podcasts that would be much quicker. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we take our sweet fucking yeah. time with this one. That's for sure. Uh, we probably could have could condense them into like forty five minutes ep- episodes and then do yeah. do two, um, but that's not the format we've chosen. So hopefully this inspires you to start your podcast. This is basically a how to guide. Yeah. Uh, for- While we pat ourselves on the back, <laughs> oh, we are we so hard, but we didn't. That was literally me a minute ago. Ugh. <laughs> how anyone stands. The two of us. Well, I was going to say. Without the buffers of Kate and Laura. I know. Without Kate being like, Ma, I like everything. And Laura being like. Joke that joke, no one heard. Joke, joke. <laughs> Whisper jokes. <laughs> They'll never listen to this. Yep. Totally we can say safe. anything we want. <laughs> what if they do? Whatever. It's, it's not that bad. Love you. Love you. Uh, should we move on? <laughs> Okay, so we're not going to do a quiz this time. Yeah. Because it would be deeply unfair. Self-serving. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. So. If there were no Ravenclaws here or Slytherins, yeah, sure. But. Oh, it's not Hufflepuff and Gryffindor are so far behind. Oh, they are? You heard it here. (gasps) Secret. Yeah. Points update? Not update. Oh. (laughs) Still far behind. You're moving too. But. Yes. You are excused. Uh, <laughs> you have one reprieve, and it is just this. Good. Um, and we won't do the quiz, because, yeah, just for new listeners, we award points for quizzes to the houses of all of us. But since we are only two, it doesn't really make much sense. So we will continue on. So we are going to do uh, all suggestions for these segments. Yep. And our castaway suggestion... Well, is uh, James Earl Jones <laughs> yeah. from Christopher. We're finishing each other's sandwiches. Yeah, yeah uh, give me that back. <laughs> yeah, so from Christopher, uh, he suggested James Earl Jones, which, you know, keeping on the theme of podcasting, he's uh, he's got a very beautiful voice. Yes. He's got a wonderful, deep Darth Vader voice and Mufasa voice, which is very good. It's a really interesting suggestion. I think the first thing that comes to mind is Aragog. Yeah, something like a creature like that. Like, I don't want to have him to typecast, I guess, as a voice actor. He's got kind of the smile and happy face, Hagrid. Oh, that would be amazing. I think he would make a really good Hagrid. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Probably lose a lot with the beard, but I mean, Hagrid, uh, 
I don't know, he kind of emotes through it, even though he's covered in hair. You can see his little beetle black eyes and yeah. his smile. But yeah. I think it could work. I think so, too. Like, that would be a really, really good one. Also, something like even Dumbledore. Yeah. Like, he's an older man now. He's he's uh, 87. So, he's like, he's an elderly man. I think he's got kind eyes and a reassuring voice. Or something like Rufus Scrimger or something. Yeah, I was trying to put him into playing Fudge. Uh Oh, Fudge would, would be, be interesting. I don't know. I, I think he's too think commanding I'm... for Fudge yeah. because he's got that, like, he can play bumbling, but he still sort of has that, like, resonance where yeah. you're like, I don't know. I guess I'm maybe putting too much stock in that. But I never <laughs> thought of, like, Fudge. I always thought of him having, like, a very, like, weedy sort of, like, hesitant mm-hmm. voice that, like, can be, like, kind of whiny sometimes or something like that. I mean, I think the obvious one would be if he was younger, Kingsley. Yeah. Because, like, he is, I think, one of the few characters in the book that is described as black, I think. Um, But they always comment on Kingsley's deep, melodious voice. Yeah. And they say that so many times, like, oh, in Kingsley's deep voice and Kingsley's, like, super sexy voice. Um, (laughs) Direct quote from the books. Um, But, yeah. I think, obviously, he would do that. But it would be nice to see him in something a little bit different. I mean, I would maybe say Slughorn. He has a mustache. Yes, he does. I can see that. (laughs) At least at one point in time, he did for this picture to get taken. Um, I'm trying to think of someone who would be... He's so smiley, Surprising. I think it would be amazing if he was one of the house elves, but not (gasps) Winky or Dobby. So, like, maybe hokey. Oh, my God. In the flashback. That would be next level funny. Or just oh, randomly so one of those funny. kitchen house elves. Yeah. Looks exactly the same as everyone else, but has this deep ass voice. Well, it's not too late. He could play a creature <laughs> in Fantastic Beasts, like a yeah. goblin or, or a house elf. That'd be so cool. <laughs> I don't know if he still does oh voice goodness. work. But. I mean, probably not. He's fucking earned a retirement at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> but yeah, excellent, that's a great one. excellent suggestion. Mm-hmm. I love the Haggard one. It's really, really good. I think that's probably my favorite, but it would also be awesome to see him as a creature. Oh my God, he could have played creature because he says like yeah. a low croaky voice. Yeah. No, I think those are good. Good options Thank for you, James Earl Jones. More points to Ravenclaw. I think uh, Christopher yeah, is really vying for that Ravenclaw prefect yeah, position. Definitely. I don't know. There's some new players this year. <laughs> yeah. I think there will be some some unseating, but oh, I, um, you know, I, I just you only I get know. a chance to be prefect once. I guess so. So should we do Harry a Potter? whole new batch? I think of, so. Mm, that's a good point. That's a real good point. But you could be prefect and then move on to being head, head boy, boy or girl. Yeah. All right. So it's still not. <laughs> so for all you existing prefects out there, you know who you are. Um, we should put them up on our website, like just their names and have like a leaderboard. Yeah, we could. I think that would be actually good. And also we could have like points updates. We could post them on our website. Actually, yeah. have something on our website. <gasps> Imagine. Rather than just our amazing Logo? artwork. Yeah. Thank you, Laura. She is good to us. Mm-hmm. Moving on? Yeah. <laughs> Sing for me, Katie. Lord, this is this is my least favorite part. 
I don't know why I did it. No, it's because you made me do it. I like just started singing them and I was like, it's a fun little thing. I get to make up a song every week. And then you were like, sing the theme song instead. And then I agreed to it like an idiot. So really, right. it's your fault. Yeah. I'm just pushing you outside Come your on, comfort Katie, zone. Come on, Katie, do better. <sighs> okay, so now it is time for characters from other shows in Slytherin. Oh, Laura, that was bad. This no, is another gonna... Star Trek, right? No. Oh. Close, but no. Well, no, not close. It's not even close at all. Uh, but <laughs> why would you say it was close? <laughs> because I'm thinking of a Star Trek person, and oh, like okay. it, it will probably be next episode. But I was sort of like debating. I'm like, will I do my Star Trek one this uh, episode or not? Anyway, so I'm not. Uh, this is a suggestion <laughs> that sorry. This is a suggestion that comes from Alice. The points are to Gryffindor. Woo! I really love this one. Oh yes, and she's from Atlanta, Georgia. Hello to Hello, Atlanta, Georgia. Hello, Atlanta. Kate and I went there for a trip once. I loved it. It was awesome. I got sunglasses and I ate etouffee and it was the fucking best. Um, so shout out to Atlanta. I love you. I want to go back to you. Smooches. I just know that Smooch. we have the Winnipeg Jets because Atlanta lost the Thrashers. What? Hockey teams. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Um, so Alice, uh, suggests a very non-evil Slytherin, and she's probably a rare Slither puff, but Amelie from the movie Amelie. Oh God, I saw that at some point. When did I see that? Probably in college. Probably when you were living with us. Yeah. <laughs> it played often. Um, so for the people who do not know, Amelie is a French movie. I think it came out early 2000s, but I'm not mm. 100% sure. I think around then. Um, but it's really, really cute. It's kind of artsy, but it's really just like a very nice story. And it's subtitled, so you can watch it and still see it in French and understand it. But the soundtrack Ish. is... Super good, and I'm sorry that I butchered it just then, <laughs> but it also sounds really weird when you sing it, and badly. Enough about that. Um, so what Alice says about Amelie, she says, yeah, she would be a rare Slitherpuff. She'd probably be more comfortable with the aesthetic of the Hufflepuff common room, but I think she's more of a Slytherin. She has a heart of gold, but is completely unwilling to wear her heart on her sleeve, relying instead on her cleverness and on her irreverence for rules to help those she loves and find happiness for herself. Um, so as the movie is in French, uh, I don't have clips, but we're just going to... She actually included some examples of Amelie's behavior, so I'm just going to uh, say those in a non-spoilery way. Um, as she does so, uh, she has a very subtle quest for power. She would never see herself as power hungry. Uh, she'd never want to be prime minister or any public role. She only wants to use her power to help empower others or to create love. But she's determined to be the one pulling the strings behind the scenes, and she takes pleasure in it because she's afraid of being caught or hurt. So one of the instances of her... Oh, yeah. She also says... Uh, so the movie's in French, uh, so we wouldn't un most of us wouldn't understand the clips if i played them um but she does most of her slither work in silence <laughs> yeah. so this is sort of like mr bean where it's gonna be more <laughs> of a described thing instead um so one time her downstairs grocer bullies his employee who's too simple-minded and good-hearted to fight back 
Amelie finds the key to the grocer's apartment and makes a copy of it before returning the found key to the grocer. And then she says, maintaining her sweet, trustworthy front. Uh, but she then later uses the key to wreak the most subtle havoc in his apartment. She resets his alarm clock. Right. She cuts one of his shoelaces. She switches the doorknobs and so on. I remember this It's now. really funny. I th- oh, she also like changed the like speed dial on his phone so instead of his mother it calls like a psychiatric hospital (laughs) it is some pretty good slither work i really really like it i love doing that when i'm looking after people's pets or something just moving things like (gasps) slightly oh my god that's funny (laughs) you gotta figure out what i'm gonna do for kate (laughs) (laughs) craig was here yeah um, another time, she decides that her coworker and a regular at their cafe would be happy dating, um, and she sets them up in, in the cleverest, most roundabout way that encourages them to think their love is a natural development rather than something manufactured by an outsider. This mm. may be some of her simpler work, for example, hinting that one of them sits in his usual spot so that he can watch her, but it's slither work nonetheless. Subtle and cunning. Very true. Yeah. And also, like, during the course of the entire film, she never once tells anyone her feelings directly. She uh, comes up with puzzles after puzzles and games after games to pique her love interests, interests? <laughs> and gauge uh, his love for her quirkiness and test his resolve to meet her. But, you know, she's very... Uh, it's kind of like this, the slughorn kind of thing. You need where to it's prove like, yourself to me. Exactly. And, and it's also like, I want to manufacture things rather than like openly participate myself i'd rather like very much keeping her distance from the thing it's kind of like a i don't know like a stage managery role or like i can imagine someone like playing with like like dolls on a stage or something like that's more i think how she sees the world but she's also just like so sweet and kind and like extremely loyal and she has a very different way of seeing the world and she's very kind-hearted. So I I love the Slither Puff hmm. suggestion. And also, yeah, it's a rare thing we don't yeah, really we see don't that much. Often. We often talk about Slither Claws or we even have some Slither Doors like we were talking about like Leslie Nope or maybe yeah. Kat- Katniss Everdeen or something like that. Um, but yeah, I really love this one. It was so yeah, sweet really nice. and something I d- hadn't thought of myself. Uh, so thank you very much, Alice, for the suggestion. Love it. And now I really want to watch that movie again. <laughs> Uh, instead of a Mary Bofkel, we're going to do uh, Would You Rather. I was thinking like, would you... Now, this is kind of like a deep one and it's kind of a little sad, but I think it's very interesting also. Would you rather have had Harry Potter's childhood or Neville Longbottom's childhood? Neville's. Neville's? Yeah. He still had enough family in his life that they eventually made him be strong. Like, what he what he was uh, fighting with uh, all through like school and stuff, just like the lack of confidence and everything, but finding his friends and making kind of his preferred family. um, I think there's still an element of he's doing it to prove to his grandmother and his uncle and his, that he can live up to the legacy of his parents. Right. So, there's still some external love coming towards him as a child, Mm -hmm. which made him a great person and everything. And although Harry still ends up being a great person, he had such a terrible childhood. Mm. It is hard for kids to live through that. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're both bad options. They both have had very unhappy childhoods for sure. 
I was actually thinking of Harry's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would rather have Harry Potter's childhood because even though it's super, it's super horrible, um, as he's growing up, like, I think that Neville having his family around him was really amazing. But, like, it just, like, definitely Harry... hurt him. It definitely hurt him. But I think, like, the main sort of difference was that, like, Harry... Harry was all alone, and he is living with this family that treats him sort of at best with indifference, but at worst yeah. with cruelty. And that's horrible. But also just, I guess, the fact that he grew up thinking that his parents died in a car crash and that it wasn't necessarily they were murdered. And for Neville growing up and seeing all the time, like the effects of what happened to his parents and having that be in his mind, I feel like that's just more long-term deep psychological issues. Whereas like Harry Potter's issues, I think he could be like, I was with bad people and then this is what happened and now I don't have to necessarily be that. Or They both have like such a great emotional strength to get through either of those. I I think that like Harry really has a viewpoint of empathy. Like he starts to see the good in Creature. He starts to see the good in, in Petunia and he sees the good in Dudley. And even when they're his enemies, he's not trying to hurt them. He tries to help them. He actually tries to protect them when he can. Yeah. Um, Well, yeah, if, if it's just, if it's before they end up going to school, before it, Harry learns that he is a wizard, I would probably be more apt to choose his mindset than Neville's at that time. Just being like, Neville's going through all of this shit. Yeah. Harry's oh. not really going through. Also, he was a late bloomer with magic. And yeah. like he would have spent, I think, most of his childhood being Thinking anxious that yeah, he yeah. might be a squib. True. And dealing with that must have been so horrible. Poor Neville. Yeah. Uh, Harry, oh, with Harry, it's... Chubby cheap potato face. <laughs> more just a case of ignorance is bliss mm-hmm. at that point, yet he's still in a shitty situation. Right. I don't know the law in England at that point, but I'm sure you could get emancipated at, what, 16? I think 18, wizard obviously, is just but... more like, bye. <laughs> yeah. Because serious Black left and stuff, as long as True. there's somewhere for you to go. Harry no, wouldn't have anywhere, but... Exactly. I'm sure he'd still get out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, both bad. I don't know why I went to such a sad place, but it was just sort of like I was trying to think of two things that would be similar, but like different enough that because you don't want to compare like two things like what about Hermione's or Neville's? And you're like, yeah, I'd rather have Hermione's childhood. It yes. was easier. Yes. Maybe Although it's like dentists. Ooh. Ugh. Yuck. No sugar. <laughs> What's the point? Yeah. Curse child. <laughs> okay. What? Else, oh, okay. So, would you rather have mm, as a pet Norbert or Aragog? Norbert, the Norwegian Ridgeback, hmm. or Aragog, the Aquamantula? Let's do some fun, lighthearted ones after I yeah. talk about child abuse. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why do I do it? <laughs> I mean, depending on how much you can train them, if it's what we saw in the books. They're both quite smart, but I feel like they're almost like at a human intelligence level where it's like... Yeah, but would a dragon ever care about its uh, mother figure like Hagrid? Whereas Mm. Aragog had some respect for Hagrid and didn't eat him. (laughs) So it would probably (laughs) be my choice to go with Aragog. (laughs) That's a very, very good point. See, like Aragog, I think he freaks me out more than Norbert. 
Um, I don't, I don't have a problem with spiders, except that I have a problem with all buggies. I know they're not, whatever, they're not insects, but they're, <laughs> they're still bugs. So I don't love them. And the idea of a large one But really you could ride it to work out. and never get stuck in traffic. But I could ride a dragon to work and then I could fly. But it could also eat you. Yeah, I don't want it to eat me. You. But also Aragog might eat me. But he was, yeah, he was nice to Hagrid. If he'd be nice to me, you'd be nice to him. Exactly. But, you know, he can't fly. He could swing. God, they're so gross, though. <laughs> they're so gross, though, and dragons are so cool. They are. Oh, I think but he would want to like, eat me. But maybe I could, like, how to train your dragon it. Yeah, if that's possible, I'd definitely go with the dragon. <laughs> I want to fly. Yes. Um, it is tough, though, because very often... When like Ludo's barking or there's something going on where I'm like, I wish I could communicate to you better. I'm like, why can't you talk? Yeah. So having a pet Listen that could talk would me. be like really nice. But then it's more like a friend, you know? A friend who know. gets to sit in your lap often yeah. and you rub their belly. A very close friend. It's a, it's I don't a think friend with benefits. I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is really actually quite difficult. I think I'm going to say Norbert, yeah. but I'm scared of him. No, fuck it. I'm going to say Aragog <laughs> because Norbert's going to burn my house right down. Choice. Norbert would. He would have burned Hagrid's house down. Also, he would have gotten really big. Yeah. Like Aragog's really big. But, but at, at least, least he's like cool and be like, be. stay in the forest. And he's like, I got you. Yeah. He did. Like he never left. Yeah. And I'll send children in for you to eat occasionally. <sighs> so gross. Well, maybe do one more. Yeah, I'm so trying quick. to think of uh, a Weasley-related one that Kate would hate. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, okay. All right. Would you rather Fred lives, but you have to marry Percy, or Fred lives, but you become the ghoul in the Weasley attic? I mean, this Fred lives part doesn't really even... I just want Fred to be alive. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome, You're Kate. You're right. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, if you, we accept the premise that Fred's alive now, would I rather be the ghoul or marry Percy? I think it's pretty easy. I'd rather marry Percy. I'd want to be a human. I mean, what if a, it, I, I could always get divorced. I don't the properties of a ghoul. Do um, they live forever? I think they may. They seem to be something that's sort of half between a ghost and a, like, creature I guess of some sort. you I think they're kind slimy. Of their mental capacity, I'm guessing. So, yeah, I guess marrying Percy is the. But would you be you trapped inside a Wait, ghoul's body? I'm me. You're you. <laughs> Quit jerking me around. Uh, I guess you'd get to be you, <laughs> but you look like a ghoul and have ghoulish tendencies. Ghoulish tendencies. That is. That very sounds like a good funny. band name. Actually, yeah. Let's start a wizard rock band. Yeah. That's what we would be doing. I'm yeah. Maybe. No, maybe not. <laughs> what instrument would you play? Well, I play the piano. Then I'd be trumpet. That's the last musical instrument I played. All right. Yeah, I guess you got to marry Percy. We've, we found a way to marry Percy. We finally found a way to make Percy hot. I mean, I think he like comes around and he's like yeah. not as much of a douche, obviously. Um, but it would be neat. Really, really bothers me that the Percy feud isn't in the movies. Yeah, because it it's would like it's be a good addition. Like, it's really important to show that kind of stuff, and 
Yeah, because like, families have... aren't always together on exactly. things. And, and like the Weasleys in, in the movies especially are sort of like this pinnacle of, of good wizardliness. Yeah. And it's just sort of, it helps people, I guess, empathize with the other side or with other people who don't agree with you when they see like, oh, yeah, well, even in good, loving, yeah. healthy well, families. It, yeah, it's way they, more realistic. Yeah, it is. It totally is. Yeah, because you don't you don't always agree with your family, especially in a family that big. Like mm-hmm. they have seven children. My goodness, someone was bound to turn out it. weird. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> someone was bound to turn out weird. But they, you my know. parents got it right on the first try. Did they? They got or... it weird. Oh lord, <laughs> you guys don't know this, but Craig just did the okay symbol as he said weird. Yeah. Weird it's is really, good. It, it, I'm not arguing that point. I'm just <laughs> mad that you did like it. You <sighs> so mad. <sighs> anyway, yeah. I don't know why we got so down. That's a, that's a good sidetrack, though. It was a good sidetrack. I liked it. Um, should we end with a happy one? Sure. Would you rather own Honeydukes or own Weasley Wizard Weezes? Ooh, that's tough. Because I, I bet they both do okay money wise right yeah wizard wheezes is, is is new and it's up and coming and they're looking at expanding honey dukes i don't know if they have mu- multiple locations i don't know they don't have one in Diagon Alley. i think i'd go with honey dukes continental europe just because it's specialized i always have treats around if i want <laughs> them it's like when i used to work at the theater and we used used to have like a candy rack yeah and you'd like we got our like little mandated break popcorn amount. You guys get break popcorn. We did. Yeah. Oh I don't know Lord. if they still do, but you you'd, you'd nice. go to like the candy aisle and like That's maybe dump a bit in the bag and oh funny when no one's looking. Insert flavor boosters. Yeah. Am I right, Canadians? Yeah, <laughs> nothing products. like popcorn with butter and Swedish berries. Whoa, what a combo! I usually go for the separately, of course, because that'd be disgusting. Mm, What? Yeah, you know what? Yes, texture-wise, a hundred percent. That sounds horrible. Like calorically, super irresponsible. That's probably like a thousand calories a day that they're just like, here, take it, children. Yep. And then they're just eating an extra thousand calories a day. I mean, you got out of it okay, but man, like I don't know if that would that would fly in today's world. I don't know. But if you're around that fucking popcorn smell all day, I'd probably want it. popcorn. Yeah. I'd probably want popcorn. And I bet, honestly, if they didn't allow you to have some, you'd probably take it anyway. Yeah. So it's just a nice way to curtail Curb that. that a little yeah. bit. But yeah, I, I'd go with Honey Dukes. What would you do? Oh, I don't know. Because like Weasley Wizard Weasels is like, at first it was like pranks. I don't, I don't really give a shit about pranks. I give a shit about candy. Um, and I still do feel that, but they also are doing like other shit that's like protective spells and they're like yeah. branching out into stuff. And I don't know how the daydreams work, but, but I want amazing, them so yeah. bad. <laughs> that sounds so awesome. Um, bonus points if I get to work with the Weasleys, but hmm. I don't think that's part of the deal. But I still just, I fucking love candy more than anything. Okay. Yeah. I love candy more than anything. I will choose Honey Dukes as well. It's yeah, close We'll though. be part owners. Oh, my God. A candy store. <laughs> and it's right next to a school. It's so good. I guess they only come by it. Yeah, they, they don't come by that one. Not but as the much as you business think. they must do on, on those Hogsmeade yeah. visits must be like 
five Christmases. Yeah. Or like Black Fridays or whatever. It's just like swarming children descending on it. Give me trampling the each other. Candy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd sleep better if I saw trampling. <laughs> Why do you wear golf cleats to a store? It's the Simpsons. Yeah. This is a Simpsons podcast without the research. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's yeah. good. Good one. Um, so that is all for our episode of Mischief Managed, the the first two person episode yeah, in our history. Of. Um, started watching season two of Queer Eye, and it's really good. It's so good. Oh, I just love it so much. <laughs> they like do most of the like the makeovers in and around Georgia, like in the South and stuff, and it's just. Especially, like, when everything is so polarized, it's so nice just to see, like, people who, like, don't necessarily agree with each other, like, yeah. getting along and treating other people like humans. And just with, like, the common decency be. and, like, respect, you yeah. know, and just be like, yeah, you're another person. Maybe we don't vote the same, but that's okay. Like, yeah. stuff like that. Ugh, it's just, it's really nice. It's heartwarming. Leaders don't make the full effect of who you are. Yes. Like, whoever you follow behind politically, it's not completely who you are yeah there's subtleties and nuances in in us all mm-hmm. yeah oh also if anyone has seen star trek enterprise and it gets better <laughs> it's really bad at the beginning i tried it and i was like no thank you but if it does write in and tell me if i'm missing out and when i should start it's bad and i so i just went back to next generation i already told you this i don't know why i'm repeating conversations it's for the <laughs> listeners that's why because they want it right no, <laughs> nobody wants this. We give it to them anyway. Yes. Yeah, that's the one. Um, my brain, she melts. Oh, it's Canada Day. When this uh, comes oh, out, it's it? it's almost it's almost there. So happy July first. Yeah. And uh, oh my God, why didn't we talk about this before? Cannabis has been legalized in Canada. Fully now. I think so. Oh well, it needs like it needs like royal permission or something like that. But oh, it's yeah? gonna get it. Um, but yeah, they it's gonna start on October seventeenth. We are the second country in the world to legalize it and nationally. The first of the yeah, because the other one's Amsterdam, countries. right? I guess. Oh wait, so. not Amsterdam, Holland. Holland. Fuck, I was ignorant right then. <laughs> um, but like, but yeah. and a, like a country of our size to to be able to do it nationally, that's really great. Hmm. So that is that is very good news because it's obviously criminalized for a lot of dumb reasons. Yeah. Most of them racist. Yep. <laughs> so fuck that. And um, I'm so happy that Trudeau did that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, happy Canada Day. <laughs> happy Canada Day. <laughs> so that's July 1st. Uh, it'll be fun. It'll be a Monday off. So Woo. dope. Um, actually, I think it's on a Sunday, but we'll have a Monday off. And uh, what a day. That's all, I think. Do you want to do the slurge or shall I? Sure. I hate that we call it a slurge now. That's <laughs> not a fucking thing. And we made it a thing. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. i just like, that's our you official. You called it that. I know, but that's what the document's named on the Google Drive. <laughs> oh, God damn it. It makes me so upset. It's not a real word. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mischief Managed Podcast. Extra thank you. <laughs> yeah. If you want to shoot us a message, we are at Mischief Podcast on Instagram 
and at Mr. Manage Podcast on Twitter. Oh, the other way around. Other way around. You can figure it out. <laughs> Not redoing that. We promise you're super smart. We uh, promise you're smart. <laughs> we do. We, can- we promise you are smart. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> if you want to send us a message... <laughs> Or, you know, not just a meme or a picture or something. You can email us at mischiefmanagepodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Pinterest, and Tumblr. You can check out our Patreon for uh, unedited episodes and our Cursed Child parody reading. Mm-hmm. It's a dollar a month. Yeah. Or For more. just one month, <laughs> and then you get it all, and then you can cancel it. Exactly. <laughs> That's how you fuck the system. Yeah. Yeah. Don't feel that you have to donate, but we do appreciate it. As we said, we it helps us a lot with our recording. Yeah. Uh, review on iTunes and leave a colored heart with your house color or your house name, and you will get extra points for extra your points. house. 15. And 15. apparently, if you're Gryffindor or Hufflepuff? Those yes. That are behind. Yes. Jeez, I mean, look who you're fighting against. So Slytherin and Ravenclaw, they do their they homework. They kill it. However, last year it was actually quite close. It was. It was really close. We need to hear from more Gryffindors. We need to hear from more Hufflepuffs, please. To make it more close again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mischief Managed was co-created by the Proudfoot Aaron Reinhold. And original music by the Proud Feet, Devin Tyler. Because <laughs> of pride. Yeah. And, and as always. <laughs> Mischief managed. Like, what was he eating? Deer? I guess. I would assume all Centaurs? his minions would bring him food. Rabbits. Like, Thestrals? spiders eat other bugs, right? Yeah. Mm, who knows? What does an acromantula eat? Well, yeah, spiders eat other bugs. Like, classically, they eat flies. Oh. (laughs) The realization in your face is way (laughs) too intense for this. (laughs) For figuring out spiders eat flies. I guess I've just never seen it happen. (laughs) I don't know. It's like a... It's like a fairy tale thing. It's like tortoise and the hare. You don't actually expect to see those two together. I guess. Getting a race together? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And they're off. Oh, dear. I think the fly would win.